Abundance flows to me when I get out of my own way. Life is so easy when I focus on what is great. I am worthy of reciprocated energy. I am worthy of a love that loves as deep as me. I am worthy of aligning with my higher self. I am worthy of desiring miracles and... Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Crazy Talk. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about accepting people for who they are. With borderline personality disorder, we have a tendency to latch onto people and tolerate any and all sorts of behavior, all in the name of love. Because growing up, that's what we were told. We were forced to accept anything and everything because our parents loved us or because someone close to us loved us loved us and that's all we knew so their beating and their or their their abuse and their manipulative behaviors all in the name of love is normal to us so even though we know it hurts we just latch on to the idea of someone rather than who they are. We latch on to the false security of love and bond. Like It's kind of like a trauma bond, I guess you'd say. You know, it's comforting in the sense that that's the, all the love we know, but it, in reality, it's harming us. We're holding on to the hopes and dreams we have for this person, hoping that one day they'll get better. They'll take that anger management class. They'll get over their trauma and they'll love us like we really deserve. So deep down, we acknowledge that we deserve better, but we're so caught up on the idea of who the person could be, what our life could look like with that right love that we just can't accept that person for who they are. And this isn't just sexual relationships. This is family, friends, you know, co co-workers, I guess, you know. I mean, anybody in your life. You know, accepting any type of behavior is just not okay. At the end of the day, we need to set appropriate boundaries and set limitations for ourselves. We have to set the, we, people treat us how we allow them to treat us. And once we realize that, and once we let go of that feeling like we're not allowed or we're not deserving of our feelings, then we're able to set those healthy, appropriate boundaries. We're able to say, hey, this is not how I deserve to be loved. Or, hey, I deserve better. And then you can stop that pattern of hurt and abuse and ultimately feel better in that category. Of course, none of these episodes is like a cure-all. It's just tips to get you through or what I've experienced, really. This is all my experience, um, what's gotten me through each category. Because mental health isn't just a one-thing-fix-all, one tr here's, here's a... 100% guide to all the tools you need. It's a learning process and really it all, it 
different, it's different for everybody, you know? We're all on our own individual journey. I'm just hoping that my experience and my journey is similar to somebody else's and other people can connect and relate to the information I'm sharing. But anyways, so once we wake up to that and start setting appropriate boundaries, you'll be amazed at how much better you feel. I mean, it's very hard. And your, minds will, your mind will most likely always be in the back of their, your head telling you like, you can't do this, this isn't right. Or, you know, you're, you're a bad person for setting this healthy boundary. Because that's what we were told growing up. You know, I was told, you know, any type of boundary setting was n not accepted from a child at all. Um, there was, it was, it was just not, you know, it was t back talk and you would get hit for it. So that I, I just never knew that I could set boundaries. I just wasn't a thing for me. And then setting them has been a very difficult process and still is. It still is difficult because I still have that internal battle with myself. Um, and that sense of, insecurity in my own decision making because for so long I was told I was crazy. I was told that I was not capable of making rational decisions. Um, and for a while that was true. I let my feelings get ahead of myself. So I was not able to rationally make decisions. But now I'm a lot older. I have a lot more knowledge um, and I have a lot more self-awareness to really know myself, to tell myself, I am doing the appropriate thing. I know what's best for myself. And that's what you have to tell yourself. Nobody can tell you what's best for you. You're a grown ass adult, you know? And some, if you're watching this, most likely your parents got it wrong anyways. Um, <laughs> but it's time to really dig into yourself and find out what's best for you. And then that's how you learn the appropriate boundaries to set. Um, and that comes from knowing your triggers as well. So when I say accept people for who they are, it's not telling you to just be like, this is, you know, it's not telling you to stay in a situation just because that's who they are. It's definitely not telling you to accept certain behaviors because that's who they are. It's the exact opposite. It's telling you to not accept certain behaviors. It's telling you to not stay in that relationship just because in the hopes that they'll change. If they wanted to, they would. I mean, I know it's not easy, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I don't know why I struggle with that. You cannot sacrifice your mental health for somebody else's healing journey. And that includes family too. My big thing is my family. They never have accepted boundaries. They've never treated me as family. And you know, for so long I lived in the pain of not having the family I wanted, um, not having that sense of closeness I've said on TV. I actually had to, I had to stop watching certain shows because like just the connectivity, the, connect, the connectedness you'd see, it just triggered me, it hurt. Um, and I would split literally every time I watched the show. Um, and now I've less so learned to not split, even though I definitely still do get triggered by my family. Um, and the last time I literally went and blocked every single one of them, everyone, 
you know, I gave into that intrusive thought and that, that feeling of, I just want to run away, leave everyone behind, delete everybody from my social media and be gone to them. I do not want to exist to them anymore. And, you know, in that moment, I couldn't recognize that as a split. You know, all my feelings were, I felt were justified, which, you know, they were. My family does frequently hurt me. They don't, they don't really fuck with me. They only want me when I can benefit them. They're takers. I hate to say it, but they are. Um, <laughs> I'm literally the most giving person and I am, they'll call me. I will only find out that they're having a get together when my sister's calling me to babysit. They dismiss it as, oh, you never say yes. Oh, you're always working. No, mm -mm. you could have invited me. And, you know, once I stopped, you know, accepting that behavior, you know, I just accepted that I do not fit into this family. Even when I did go to the gatherings, it was always very uncomfortable. Um, and, you know, you just could tell I did not fit in with them. Um, they've never been that for me. They've never been interested in me. It's only been what you can do for them. And anytime you try to say that, you're attacking them. You're hurting their feelings. They can't accept this behavior. You know, for the longest time, you know, I would scream, I would fight, and I would force my feelings down their throat. But eventually, I, you know, once I learned that that's not acceptable, and I had the grown-up conversation and was able to stay leveled, take my emotion out of it, and just be like, hey, this hurts me when you do this. I don't like when you only reach out for me for your own benefit. I don't like when you ignore me for weeks, but then once you need something, Oh, hey, I don't like when you invite, you refuse to invite me to anything except either the day of, the day before, or when you need me to babysit. That hurts me. And yet I still got the same exact response. I literally, the last straw was when I stood in my kitchen, wasted my whole day going back and forth with a family member, all because I expressed how I, I felt in a very respectful manner, and they could not accept it. They refused. I even had to seek external validation, which I should not have had to do, but I did it, to multiple other people that will tell me when I am overreacting because I do not like a yes man in my circle. That's not, that's not that doesn't benefit me. I like to be checked and I accept it for the most part. But anyway, so, you know, I'm like, am I, am I tripping here? And they're like, yeah, that's not like they were there through the whole process. And so I made the decision. I just, my family will never be the family that I need them to be. They will never want. I literally sat there and comforted this family member as they cried to me about how their friend how she feels like she's been trying to get that close relationship as from a sibling, from her friend. But then she feels like an outcast when she's seeing her friend be inclusive with her family and not including her. Now, how do you think that effect impacted me hearing that from my own sister who I've been trying to build that uh, old connection with for years that we had as kids? But no, she doesn't want that with me. She wants that with her friend. 
I was I was only good to her for, for my whole life went out to benefit her. She used to drag me around school, showing me off to confirm that she was black. This is my black brother. Bye now. Oh, Trayvon, that's where I learned my pattern of um that's where I learned my trade for love and affection for doing stuff. I had to do stuff to earn my sister's love for anything. My parents used to always get on her because, oh, Trayvon, I was doing all her chores, cleaning her room, her homework, making a suit, everything just to earn that validation and comfort that I had somebody. But it was never about me. It was always for her benefit. But anyways, I got a little triggered there and went down my own path. Sorry about that. The point is, once I woke up to how she refused to accept my feelings, refused to even just it, like it didn't even have to be a big thing. I didn't need you to change. I just needed you. I just needed you to understand that that hurt me. And it turned just instantly turns around on me. Once I accept that, I'm just like, you don't cut them off. You don't run away. You just my favorite saying, you become indifferent. And you can detach those feelings and prevent yourself from becoming so close. You can accept them for who they are and what they provide for your life. That's the point I'm trying to get at. So I, she is my sister and I will forever love her and want her in my life. But I will no longer seek out that relationship that I so desperately wanted. I've accepted that I just will not get that instead of holding on to that pain and feeling like shit every time. Why would I continue to do that? Why would I continue to put myself in that position? That's the that's what I'm trying to get about accepting people. You don't have to you don't have to delete them out your life, but you need to place them in the category for which they belong. Not everybody can be your best friend. Not everybody can be the, your go-to. Or for us BPD people, not everybody can be your favorite person. And for years and years, my sister was my favorite person. So it hurt me to literally watch her talk about her favorite person and how she seek, sucked. God, I can never get that route. Seeked out that the relationship I so desperately wanted with her, how she so desperately wanted that with someone else. That was just it for me. And then... And that's just how my whole family is. They just don't really want anything to do with me until they need something or until I can I can provide something for the, for them. So the point of that is just to, to share the accepting people for who they are. And also another perspective is learning that you cannot change people. For so long, I thought that if I showed how I felt you know, I'm so emotional that I know in the movies when someone gives that deep spiel and show their bare heart to somebody, you know, it persuades them to be better. It opens their eyes and like, oh my God, I finally see you. And that explains BPD so well. That's literally all we want. That, oh, I see you moment. So you just have to accept that no, then you're not going to get it. Those people that you feel are not treating you how you want, which you're entitled to want, but you also have to realize that not every, you can't, you have to check your expectations also. And I did have to do that. Um, and even once I lowered my expectations 
to a very much realistic expectation and they still could not meet that, I just decided, I just, you no longer provide any value to my life. You are in this subcategory in a blocked up place of mind. Hi, I'll say hi on your holidays, on your birthday. I wish you all the best, but I just don't feel how I feel for you anymore. There's just, you don't have that place in my heart. You don't take up my, that much mental space in my brain any longer. I will not allow you to take that from me. And it's so freeing. I wish that for everybody. Everybody that's holding on to the ideas of who somebody want, who they want this person to be. The holding on to this feeling that they want to feel, but they do not get. Just let it go. Move. You will find somebody that provides that thing. And when I, when I'm saying this, you, it's very important, especially for us BPD folk, to really check ourselves because we do often have way too high of expectations. Um, and people do not have to give you every single second of their day. And people are not, it, people are not do not have to answer the phone every time you call. They're entitled to their own space. They're entitled to their own boundaries. And I had to realize that. Like Sometimes with us, the world can seem to revolve around us, especially when we're in a meltdown crisis moment. And then that person doesn't answer. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's game over. So it's very important to check your emotions before you make these decisions. And that's why I kind of say take the emotion out of it. Because you know you're splitting, for me at least, I know I'm splitting when there's a lot of emotion. If I can be calm, cool, calm, and collected and make a rational decision and bring up all the facts, then I know I'm, I'm good. I know I'm making a rational decision, but if I'm hot, like literally physically hot, my mind is racing, my heart's racing. I know, and there, I, you know, you can feel all that emotion. We feel it. So that's what you have to tune into, that feeling of that intense emotion. That's how you know you're splitting and you're not making a rational decision. <clears throat> so that's what I mean by taking the emotion out of it. It's definitely not being this emotionless, soulless, robot it's about tune dialing down your emotions because you know we are we have big emotions it's about tuning that down and looking at the facts looking at what's real that's the whole focus of this really what do you call them segments this last segment, because um, they the last few episodes have been really tied together. Just acceptance, total radical acceptance. So accepting people for who they are, you cannot change them, honey. That man, that's that man that is argumentative, obsessive, um, insecure. You cannot fix him. Okay, they change if they want to change, just like us. We cannot change until we recognize that. People telling us that we needed to change only infuriated us. We That's because they're challenging our reality. But you have to have your own reality checked. You have to check it. You have to be the one to check it yourself.
Um, I think that's pretty much all I have for this week. Um, the main point I wanted to get across, because I know it was all over the place, um, is that there are so many stages of acceptance, um, especially on this path of healing and, you know, self-discovery. It's just a lot of acceptance. So, you know, this past few weeks, I wanted to break down radical acceptance into these subcategories because they all, it's so deep um, and it's so intense. I just wanted to make sure that I really got the point across. So this week, you know, accepting people for who they were or who they are, um, hearing what people tell you, it's so important for our emotional well-being because holding on to something that's not there is so painful. Holding on to dreams and ideas of someone, hoping that they'll change, only for deepens that pain. You know, it's like taking the knife out and putting it back in every time they act out that certain way or don't fall in the lines of what your boundary entails um, or your expectations look like. So remember to first check your real your expectations. Check them because you don't want to make any rational decision. You, you don't want to make any decision without first looking at yourself. You can't place blame on other people without looking at yourself. You know, we all have a we all have our play in our situations. You know, for us, like I said, it's holding on to false expectations um, or holding on to expectations, false ideas, holding on to these false ideas of who we want people to be versus who they are. And that's the main idea of accepting people for who they are. Um, that was a big play for a lot of my issues. You know, I just had this idea and expectation for people and they never met them. And until I realized that I just had too high of expectations for other people and that I was demanding too much, you know, I couldn't hold a healthy relationship and no wonder people were acting the way they were because you know, I was expect I was expecting too much. But that's not to say you should lower your expectations and allow trash into your life. Absolutely not. It's just for us BPD folk who feel who just ex we we put we expect everyone to fill like one person to fill our entire cup. And realistically, that's not and no healthy relationship should fill every single one of our needs. And that's just a very good perspective to look at it. Once you realize that you just, they can't, they it's impossible for any one person to fulfill all of our needs. It's our own job to fulfill our own needs, okay? So just realize that that's my two cents. That's my story for the day. I hope y'all liked it. I hope you got something from it. Um, please, please, please follow, like, subscribe, share. Definitely please share, please. Um, that's all I have for today. Oh, and drop a rating. I want to hear how y'all like my videos. Um, 
I get it, you know, I get this has been a very big emotional roller coaster for me. Um, I get, I can't even explain. Maybe I'll do another video sometime to uh, explain the roller coaster of emotions I go through trying to do this podcast. Um, because not only am I doing dealing with my own healing, I'm just dealing with this external validation through social media that I'm now trying to navigate through. And it's just been a battle. Um, so, you know, just let me know how if you like the videos. If you don't, you can keep your comments to yourself. Just kidding, because I do need appropriate real feedback so I can adjust my videos to benefit the whole mass. It's not just about me. I want this. I want other people to be benefiting, benefiting too. So please, like it or not, drop your feedback. Uh, please give me a rating and share so we can get these messages out. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. See y'all next week. Abundance flows to me when I get out of my own way. Life is so easy when I focus on what is great. I am worthy of reciprocated energy. I am worthy of a love that loves as deep as me. I